Hey, world changers, here we go again. I hope you had a great week and an outstanding weekend. This is the Brazen Veracity Podcast, and I am your host, Cisco Valenzuela. Brazen Veracity is a weekly podcast where I bring the bold truth on today's issues and discuss how to live your best life following Jesus Christ. Here we are at episode 14, and I'm calling this one Leaving a New Legacy. And we're going to get right into it. I'm so excited about this one right after this quick break. So don't go nowhere. Hold tight. We'll be right back. back from the break we're so glad that you're still with us here we're so glad that you're still with us here today this has been such an awesome time and learning experience here with this podcast and and i want to go right into it we're going to talk about leaving a new legacy which if you think about it you know what is a legacy to begin with and when i was looking up legacy it says something that is passed on passed on to you from family including reputation and what that made me think of was a lot of things because when we think of a legacy we we think of like celebrities we think of sports athletes and maybe even some rich people that that have left something on for their children or anything like that and there's a lot of things that, that come with that but when we're talking about leaving a legacy I look at <clears throat> the things that are going on uh, in the world today, and I look at my children and, and what they they're could be experiencing, the things that, that children in the world, and especially in the United States, that are what they're dealing with, the, the pressures that they have right now, which are some are similar from what I had to deal with. There's some that we we didn't have anything to deal with was some of the things that they're dealing with and 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 it's it blows my mind to think of how we're able to guide our children give them good counsel on how to handle some of the situations of what they they deal with but even before i get into that even a little further i want to talk about where our legacy began this is mother's day weekend so a big shout out to all the mothers that are out there those that that are just trying their hardest to raise children the right way, trying to teach them the difference between right and wrong, not not by what's shaped by popular culture, but what is truly right and wrong. What is it that makes a man and a woman one that's able to hold their head up with honor, respect, and dignity in this day and age? And when it comes to our family, the family that I came from, you know, I got to thank my mother and my grandmother because they were such great examples of women of dignity, women of respect, women worthy of honor. My grandmother, who came from Mexico, a little ranch up in the mountains of Mexico, and she just wanted to have a better opportunity for her children. Things were pretty bad where she grew up at. People were kidnapping each other. Just like you see in the movies, legends that you hear where people get kidnapped because they they saw someone as beautiful and they want them for their wives. So they just take them. They just come in the middle of the night and take them. And there was a lot of things, a lot more things like that. 
But my grandmother didn't want to raise her children in that kind of environment. So she came here to the United States. And she got her house. She worked sewing dresses and, and doing a lot of things. And she had a heart that was just so compassionate for people. That it didn't matter where they came from. It didn't matter their financial status, whether they had or they had not. She treated everybody the same. She treated everybody with respect. And, and that's not something that you see too common today. And, uh, and I thank my grandmother for not only instilling that in my mother, but also in the grandchildren like us. Me and my grandmother had a very special relationship. I was the first boy, the first grandson. Uh, a lot of firsts came with me. And, and we had a very unique relationship. And, and she scolded me. She corrected me. If there was any moment that I said something that could have been remotely disrespectful, she would tell us. She would tell me. She was stern. She wouldn't compromise on what or how you respect someone that's older than you, someone that, that has more experience in life than you, giving respect to people who are just trying to make it, even if they didn't have a lot. She did all of that. She taught my sisters and my cousins how to cook, how to clean, all the things that are necessary to, to live an independent life successfully. You know, she taught my mother so much and she passed it on to my mother. My mother, God bless her. She's such a beautiful woman because she has a heart for justice, for what's I'm not talking like social justice. You see all these social justice warriors on all over YouTube and everything else. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when someone is wronged and she calls it out as wrong and tries to make it right. She always, she raised eight children. I'm the oldest out of eight. She always instilled within us that you love your brother and sister. You love them. You're going to have your differences, but you got to work it out. You got to make sure that there's one way or another, you settle it. You love each other. You hug it out and you love each other. And, and still to this day, we're all grown. We're all adults. We all graduated high school. Some went to college and, and, and got degrees. Some are still working on degrees. Uh, a couple of us went into the military. Most of us are, are married with our own families, with children. And, and it's all because of the love, the discipline, the vision that was passed on from my grandmother to my mother to each one of us. And I'm so grateful to each one of them. Honestly, my mom will, will, will say it. I haven't always been the best mom. I didn't always make the best decisions, but she was the best mom for us. She was the mom that, that God assigned to us. She was the mom that, that God desired uh, for us to have. And, and after you grow up and you have your own family, you turn around and you realize, man, my, my mom taught us a lot. And there's a lot of what she taught us that, that we instill in our families. And that's part of the part of that legacy. <clears throat> I was part of the legacy that began generations ago. And now they're being instilled into the next generation. My sister said something that was beautifully stated. 
And what she said was that we are blessed with the responsibility of raising the next generation. And that's one of the key things of why <clears throat> I say constantly, hey, world changers, because it's up to us to be able to shape those into the correct mindset, the correct work ethic, the correct perspective in life to change a culture. And if you can change a culture, you can change the world. There's so much that is against the way we raise our children right now. And, and I'm not a perfect parent. I'm not here to tell you what you should do or how you should do it. There's too many other people that are out there. So many people that have so many letters behind their names because they studied, they got degrees, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that is absolutely correct either. The one who can show you the most on how to raise your children the right way is God. And I think that's where a lot of us, a lot of, yeah, I'll say us, because that included me for a lot of years, where we began to get it wrong is because we decided to exclude God from the way that we raise our children and the way we interact with each other as husband and wife and and in relationships with our family or friends, we excluded God. And because we excluded him, we did things, said things, acted in ways that were very unbecoming, that had lifelong consequences. And I want to just think about that for a second there, because I, I want to let that just settle in and, and marinate for a little bit, because we got to think about wh where we have come from, where we have come to as a society. Right. Why is it now? Or let me take that back. Why is it that years ago, generations ago, it was such a dignified, respectable thing for someone to be able to not only finish high school, but go on and get educated, learn a skill, a craft, a trade, something that they can use to contribute to society in a positive manner. People would desire to be doctors, lawyers, firefighters, police officers, teachers. And now everybody wants to be a YouTuber. They want to be a reality show. You know, what's wrong with being dignified? What's wrong with being respectable? Nothing's wrong with that. How come now all of a sudden it's okay to not want that education? To be someone who, who maybe dropped out because of whatever life circumstances were, were surrounding you. Everyone makes their own choices. And for some people, they feel so overwhelmed. That that's their only choice. And it's okay to be ghetto. And, and I'm using that term purposely, right? Because... I came from the hood. I came from the South Side. <laughs> and I got caught up in the South Side life when I was younger. But I saw that there was no future in it. And, and as I look at some of the uh, people I had surrounded myself with at that time. Who didn't make choices. Wiser choices to, to get out of that life. Or to move and to experience something 
outside of it. Unfortunately, they're in their 40s still doing the same things. And that's a tragedy. Because those same people, and I love them to death regardless, have children that they're teaching them the same thing. Teach them that the hood life. And the hood life doesn't have a retirement plan. Doesn't plan for the future. Doesn't think further outside of the next five minutes. In in we've all had those moments. But we've come to a time and a place where we can't afford to leave that for the next generation. We have to be the ones that change that next generation. We have to be the ones to show them that, yeah, I've been there. I've done that. I've lost friends. I've lost family. It, all the rap songs are, have the tightest beats and, and the tightest hooks, the newest catchphrases. But no one ever talks about the grave, the pain that came with the grave. They think it's glorious to talk about those that, that went down like soldiers. But what about the pain to the mother that lost their son? Or to the children that lost their father? The ones that get locked up and now they don't have a father or mother that are going to be there to teach them right or wrong. They either have to depend on a grandparent if they're fortunate or maybe be lost in the system. We have to make deliberate decisions on what legacy that we're going to leave. And I want to I wanna think about that for a moment there. I want to think about that just for a moment there. What are we leaving for the future? What decisions are we making today? What actions, what words are we speaking in our daily conversations around our children, around our friends, around our family that contribute to changing the future of our society and our world? For the better. Alright. Now I want to take another pause. While we think about that for a second. Alright. I'm going to take just a few moments. Just to pause and think about that. And we're going to pick it up in just a few moments. So hang tight. And don't go nowhere. We'll be back for part two in just a moment. Welcome everybody back from the break. I want to just uh, say thank you all for tuning in once again. I am Cisco Valenzuela, your host, and this is the Brazen Veracity Podcast. And here we go with part two, talking about leaving a new legacy. I, I hope I left something with you to think about on before the break there. But I want to talk about now how we go about making that new legacy, starting and leaving a new legacy, because we have to understand that one day we're no longer going to be here. And what we taught, the things that we uh, counseled, the things that we shared with people is what's going to be left over. And I want to leave a legacy. I don't know about you, but I want my children and my children's children, my future grandchildren or great grandchildren, or even years down the line, generations down the line, that they know that because of what God did in my life, chains, generational curses were broken in my family. That when we were a family that just lived about the party, when people in my family, all they, you know, thought about was just 
drinking the next one and drinking the next one and waiting for the next party that and waking up the next day wondering what we did or what did I mess up now and dealing with consequences. That curse is now broken, right? It is. And this is how it began. I had a sister while I was in the service that gave her life to the Lord. She gave her life to Jesus Christ and she became a new person. And I didn't quite get it because I wasn't ready for all that. And I went to combat, saw a lot of things, dealt with a lot of things. You all heard my story before. If you haven't heard it, listen to some of my, my first episodes. I talk about uh, a lot of that, a lot of what I dealt with and how I overcame it. Uh, all glory to, to, to God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And because of her and, and constantly, I want to say at that time, it felt like she was harassing me, it came to the point where, where I just surrendered. I, I gave up because I saw that everything that I had done was just a vicious cycle. And no matter how hard I tried, I could not break it. I could not break that cycle until I gave my life to the Lord. And then I had to learn a whole new uh, lifestyle. I had to learn a whole new lifestyle. And it was amazing because fights didn't stop. Life didn't just become crimson and clover. I had to learn how to fight, but in a different way. I had to learn how to battle in a different manner. So now came to the point where instead of seeking advice from my friends or our homie, our bestie, who's all that was on my same level of understanding and my same level of experience, who really couldn't give me solid advice because what did they know more than me? Nothing really. I learned that I can, that I was able to surround myself with people that had greater wisdom and I had to find, you know, wisdom in positive role models or, or more importantly, even in that is in the word of God, that there is so much wisdom in there to how to live with the right perspective, which I always thought that everything that I did was right. I think a majority of us do, but when we compare it to what's written in the word of God, sometimes we can be a little bit off. We always want to say it's this person's fault or it's my ex's fault or it's that person. It's my daddy's fault. It was my mama's fault. It was all these other people's fault. And we're never at fault until we really examine ourselves. So I had to learn to fight for myself, for my own salvation and, and my own sanity and, and my own peace and to have genuine joy in my life. And, and I learned I had to battle for that. And, and I had to learn how to, how to battle for others as well. I learned that instead of screaming and yelling <clears throat> in an argument, that now the fight had to be in prayer. It had to be in the spirit. It had to be in something deeper than what I was just looking at on the surface. Because there's something more behind it. And some things that people don't want to, you know, admit to is the spiritual life, the invisible world. That there's something beyond what we can see with our physical eye 
that loves to see people divided. They love to see chaos. They love to see fighting and infighting and continuous warring and all these things. And, and it's when we connect with God that he opens our eyes and we're able to see more than what we expected. And we learn to have a compassion for people and a passion to, to serve on another level. And that's where that legacy begins to change. Because my first children, my first, at least especially my first two, they seen me before when I didn't have God. They saw me when I used to drink. They saw me when I would argue and fight. But now, all praise and glory to God. That the children, my, my younger children, never have to experience that. They never have to experience dad making a fool of himself, slurring his words and, and just acting like a nut and then not knowing what happened. They never have to experience dad getting in a fight physically. They don't have to experience all the drama that comes with all of that. They don't have to experience none of that. Because I learned to fight on my knees. I learned to fight in the word. And, and I learned to fight for, for their protection. And to make sure that they're surrounded with, with good people that are going to influence them for things that are positive and not the things that are negative. That there's gonna, we're going to remove those negative influences from their lives so that their mindset is not on negative things. And how to insult people and take advantage of people but instead to be someone who's willing to help to be someone who is willing to go the extra mile someone who is willing to lend assistance when there's no nobody else around to do what's right even when nobody else is looking that's a new legacy and that's what we have to do we have to teach our children the things that our parents taught us that color doesn't matter. Skin tone doesn't matter. Money or no money doesn't matter. I'll even put it like this. Political affiliation doesn't even matter. That people are people. People are just trying to make it in this world. And it's okay to have a different opinion. It's okay to disagree on certain things. But it doesn't have to be chaotic. It doesn't have to be a confrontation every time. We got to learn to be better. We got to be open. To ideas that are contrary to our own. Because when we do. Then we're beginning to leave a new legacy. I don't know about you but I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing people. Fighting and putting up videos of, of things that are just ridiculous. Things that have no substance. Things don't, that don't challenge people to do something different. I want to leave a new legacy for my children. And that should be our desire. See, the bold truth, the brazen veracity, the bold truth in this is that too many people are afraid of stepping out of the box, of stepping out of what you were told you're supposed to fit in. No. 
You're given your own mind. You're your own individual person. And what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And you can decide for yourself, regardless if everybody else around you says that's not normal or not right. God gave you your own mind to make up your own mind of how you want to raise your children, of how you want to be faithful in your family, in your marriage. You don't have to follow what is considered the cultural norms. Let's leave a new legacy. Let's get back to that place where having an intact family is the desired state. Where mothers and fathers are together teaching their children how to work hard, how to think for themselves, real critical thinking skills, not what to think, but how to think, so that when the time comes, that new legacy continues. We can't just follow the crowd. Sometimes the crowd is not always right. Let's leave a new legacy. Let's change the world. That's why I'm grateful for um, the opportunity that God has given me with this podcast because I've been able to meet people, not even physically in person, but through this community of people that are doing things to, uh, to change the community, to change mindsets. I'm grateful that in these couple months that I started this podcast, I've been able to appear on other people's podcasts. A big shout out to <clears throat> Keith Snyder with the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. He, he gave me an opportunity to share my story on his show back in January. And, and, and that was my first experience and it was awesome. And then also Corey Holgram with the emotional duct tape. I shared this on, on my last episode. Man, he's doing great things. Helping people out to, to share their stories and talk about the things that they've dealt with and how they've overcome them. And then also my man Dre, DeAndre Cherry with the 1130 podcast that just showed up on, on his. He invited me last week and I was on his uh, show last week and, and we had a great conversation. And that is so encouraging to see people who are stepping out of their comfort zones to do something positive, to give somebody a good example that we can change the world. We can change the world. And I'm grateful for you, Tim. Check out those podcasts as well. The 1130 podcast, the emotional duct tape, the anxiety about anxiety. These are good, solid people that are just trying to do something really good. So check them out as well. And I want to end with this like I did last time. I'm so amazed at the reach and the possibilities of where this could reach. My podcast has been played in in Europe, in Australia, and and all all over the U.S., and it's awesome. But I love the city that I'm in. It's a city I was born and raised in, Tucson, Arizona. We're in wildcat country, and and I want you to know that if you don't have a church home, if you're looking for a place where you're going to be treated like family, regardless of where you came from, regardless of your past mistakes, regardless of what you're struggling with at this very moment, you have one right here at Victory Outreach Tucson. We have great pastors, Pastor Sal and Sister Laura Perez. They've been pastoring here for over 20 years. They're, they're people that have experienced a lot. They've 
seen the glory of God change their lives through many people. And we have a, a great church right here, Victory Outreach Tucson. We have a recovery home for men called a Victory Home. So if you're struggling with, with any life-controlling substances, there's a place that can give you help. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything except you saying yes to the Lord. That's it. And I tell you, from the day you step in that door, your life is on another path. So Victory Home Tucson is a recovery home. Victory Outreach Tucson City Church at 999 South Mission Road. We're family. We believe in loving God and loving people. That's our pastor's motto. He instills in each one of us. And that's all we want to do. That's how we're going to change the world, by loving God and loving people. And that, honestly, is the bold truth. God bless you. Thank you for sticking with me. Here we go. We're making moves. We're doing something big here. All right. Let's do this. Let's change the world. Amen. God bless you. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Brazen Veracity. I hope that you are blessed. I would love to connect with you on all our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter. You can find me at Brazen Veracity or on Instagram at Brazen Veracity 1. Or you can actually go to my website, which is BrazenVeracity.com. Right there, you'll find several options of where you can listen to the show. You can also drop me a message there or record a voice message on the website. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your questions, and I will answer every one of your questions on our show. Also, on the website, you can purchase official Brazen Veracity merchandise, like t-shirts for men, women, uh, and children, hoodies, tank tops, joggers. We got phone cases for iPhones and Androids. We have masks and several other items. There also, I have a line called the Run for Hope 2K21. And all the profits from every purchase of the Run for Hope 2K21 line is going to Run for Hope, which is our United We Can effort. And that is going to support our world missions from our ministry. And this goes to help people establish churches, recovery centers, training centers all around the world. So remember, Run for Hope 2K21, all profits are going there i'm not taking one cent from it also if you like what you hear and would like to support me directly there on brazenveracity.com you can either make a monthly contribution or at the very bottom a one-time donation via paypal your support will help me in keeping this podcast going and also improve what you receive once again this is cisco valenzuela your host stay in the fight keep up the fire and have a great week god bless you God bless you. Goodbye.